Hey everybody, welcome back to Slayer Talk. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Oh, Hey, what's up? Hey everybody, it's it's good old Slayer Talk. We talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What a professional with, intro that is. Yeah, we talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Shaggy and That's Scooby. Right. They're they're like this. They're, he even said this week. Even <laughs> Xandar said Scooby Gang. He did to watch Cordelia. He did say that. What a fancy name! I love her name, Cordelia. It fits her so well because she's kind of fancy. If we ever have a daughter, do you want to name her Cordelia? Maybe. We'll have a fancy child. <laughs> She'll be uh, having uh, tea with the queen when she's like five. There you go. Tea parties with the queen. Well, I think all five-year-old girls have tea parties. Father. So. Yeah, it works. But that'll be her tea party. Her tea party experience will be father. <laughs> I, I require a biscuit. <laughs> My name is Princess Cordelia. Don't you see the queen here? <laughs> and it's her stuffed frog. Exactly. It'll be one of those things where it's like uh, she she kind of like turns to the side and says, uh, "Father, don't tell anyone, but Princess Buttercup is having an affair with Oh, jeez, <laughs> Reginald Bigsley. That's pretty scandalous for a five year old's tea party. That's what I'm saying. She'd be fancy. <laughs> All the fanciest tea parties have uh, societal scandal, right? <laughs> You've obviously never been to fancy tea parties, obviously. I'm just, you know, the scourge or whatever. The commoner. Yeah. The rabble. Ah, <laughs> uh, but enough of our pablum. Um, it's time for it. Well, I, I should introduce, by the way, that it's it's November 18th, everyone. It it's 1997. And for some reason, you look confused about that. <laughs> I have no idea where or when I am right now. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> You're lost in time. I am. Uh, anyway, so for some reason, they decided to write, film, act in, produce, edit, and release another episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Thank you for giving us all the stages of production. <laughs> What the fuck? They also provided craft services. I'm sure they did. I want some craft services. Do you? I do. Craft macaroni and cheese. Maybe I'll make that for lunch. That's what that's what you think craft services is. <laughs> that's what they eat on set, right? Macaroni and cheese? Sure. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead. You don't read the Hollywood reporter like I no no I'm see now I'm the fancy man. What, the, what was that beginning of a of an accent thing happening that just it was like you weren't sure if you were going to go for like Arnold with, or Christopher Walken and then you just abandoned the I, whole thing. I, I started and then I aborted the whole procedure. <laughs> I start. I, I say. I heard how how it started out and I was like, now let's. Let's be done with this. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it was like all the personalities in my head wanted to come out at once. <laughs> that is a frightening thought. <laughs> anyway. 
So they, they decided to make, I was going to say, now I'm the fancy lad. <laughs> that's what you? I was going to say. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm saying like, oh, you don't know what craft services is and stuff. I'm being kind of an asshole. Yeah. Well, you know, just, just so you know, he's not that fancy. He's recording in his underwear. <laughs> just throw that out They there. don't need to know that. Sure they do. Just. <laughs> oh, Carol. You know what? You know what else they need to know? It's just funny to see a shirtless man sitting there saying, I'm a fancy lad. <laughs> <laughs> Have Cheetos crumbs just uh, <laughs> dropping from my chest. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know what else is awesome, though? Craft macaroni and cheese powder. <laughs> I snorted it like, uh, <laughs> like it's cocaine. <laughs> it really gets the salts in there. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but before we, we start talking to you about our this episode... Uh, a word from our sponsors. Us. Hi, everybody. It's your favorite podcasters, Mark and Carol from Retro Leafy Podcast. Hey, what's up? We're just popping in here real quick to let you know about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Retro Late Fee. Do you love Retro Late Fee and just wish there was always more? Because there is more over there. We've got... Back into the future, where we talk about stuff from nowadays. Right. We've, we've got Lost in Time, one day, one year, and we record our thoughts on that like it's the regular podcast. Maybe what we'll do, do Shakespeare someday. Exactly. <laughs> and as a special for you guys, if we get 100 Patreon subscribers, Carol, tell them what they'll get. Some of you have asked about bringing back the mixtape. The mixtape is where we talk about music that's popular 25 years ago. And it was actually one of my favorite segments to make. So I would love it if you guys would subscribe so we can make it again. Yeah, if we get 100 Patreon subscribers, we will bring back the mixtape. So go to patreon.com slash retro late fee. Help support us and this uh, beautiful creation that we put out for you every week. So we can keep making more and more episodes. Soon it'll be every day. All right, now back to your regularly scheduled program. Later. All right, so thank you for listening to that. And now listen to this. So this week, uh, Buffy was a part one of a part two series. Very good. Episodes. <laughs> Very good counting, Karen. That Sesame Street watching is paying off. It is. Fun Buffy episodes, no <laughs> Buffy episodes. Ah ah ah, that it's appropriate though because you know it's the count. And this is about vampires. Um, yeah, the, the, it's titled "What's My Line?" Part One. Uh, very hip, modern reference to a 1950s panel show. Oh my god, is that what that is? <laughs> yes. What's my line? Was like, uh, what the fuck was his name? Charles, uh, uh, Charles Daly. John Charles Daly or something like that. Yeah, that's what I think his name was. John Charles Daly was the host of it. And they had like fucking Bennett Cerf, the editor of Random House uh, on there. And then Dorothy Kilgallen, so like a go- gossip columnist and stuff like that. Steve Allen was on sometimes. And it was a, like a panel show from the 50s. And someone would come on and they'd be like, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, now you've got to get, what's my line? You know, because... Your line was your job. Mm-hmm. So someone would come in with a, a, an 
interesting or weird job. And they had to guess. They would they would go around down the panel, it's a four person panel, and they would ask uh, yes or no questions. And the guest would answer yes or no. And then if they got a yes, they kept they kept going. If they got a no, then the person earned five dollars. And if you if they got ten no's, that was fifty dollars and they won fifty bucks. Or they would guess what their profession was. Okay. Okay. I was about to give you a hard time. Uh huh. And be like, well, how does that possibly fit in? But then I realized Her profession, yeah. Yeah. They're doing career day thing. Yeah, it's like I said, it's a hip reference to, to a show that was popular when Joss Whedon's dad was writing for like your show of shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's very old. Exactly. It's funny, but and then they'd have a celebrity come in. Like they'd have Paul Newman come in or whatever, and then everyone had to be blindfolded. Uh and they'd be like, Mystery guest, uh sign in please or whatever and they'd sign in and then the people would try to guess who it was. But yeah, Buffy is all like sad because it's career day or week or whatever it's career episode there's a career fair going on but they also had to take a test to get placed in whatever career we did that thing yeah i I think they called it the moist or something like that michigan accent like uh, not eccentric michigan centric it was like michigan occupational something or whatever uh i think it was something like that and they would ask you a series of questions and at the end, they'd feed it all into a computer, and at the end, they would spit out, you should do this. Yep. What did it tell you to do? Detective, or it gave me to- a top three. Right. Detective, uh, doctor, or theoretical physicist. Wow. Those were my three. Those are so different. Yeah. You're well, a multifaceted I mean, individual. Doctor and theoretical physicist, I think, kind of fit in together what the funny thing is is the theoretical physicist one Mm -hmm. was basically like the description of it was i'll paraphrase because i don't remember all of it obviously but it was basically sit around and think about physics all day (laughs) that was the description of it wow it was formulate theorems on why things happen interesting and i thought to myself how the fuck can you ever make money in that and I'll, I'm never going to pursue that because I didn't know about government grants. <laughs> and if I had, maybe I would have gone to school for theoretical physics and maybe I would have created a time machine like Dr. Sam Beckett. <laughs> well, I was offended because my thing told me to be a, a secretary. Nice. And I was like, I, I want something cooler than that. That's hot, though. Is it? Yeah, you and a little pencil skirt uh, <laughs> with your hair up. Being subservient, just oh, taking, uh, taking, di- take it there, taking huh? dictation from me and stuff like that. Wow! Write down everything I say because I have power over you. <laughs> Holy shit! That's what the that's what the uh, that's what the computer said. That's what the computer wants for you. That was the job description. Yeah. You know who programmed that computer? You, a, a man, right? <laughs> Anyway, um, sorry to get, uh, I don't know, fucking gender uh, liberation on you guys. I can't really call it politics, but. Right. 
Sorry to go down that road, everyone. Anyway, back let's to the, the let's Buffy talk about show. The male and female gaze. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, so Buffy is all depressed because she doesn't think it matters because she doesn't think she has a future Correct. because she doesn't think she's going to have a career. I because guess. she's just be the Slayer, but like also, there's not a like uh, a council of fucking elders or something like that that take up collections and then right. pay the Slayer every year. So you will also have to get a job if you want to, I don't know, eat. Yeah, like Giles said, like, I became a librarian. Like, you'll have to, you know, get something else. And he suggests, what about a cop? Yeah. Which is what the thing says. Yeah, I mean, it's actually kind of perfect. It dovetails well with murdering vampires. You can yeah. also murder unarmed black people. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, the, please don't do that. What the fuck? Buffy would, Buffy would never, right? No, Buffy would never. So, what did it, it told Xander to be, what the fuck was it, like a janitor or something stupid? He was very <laughs> upset. A janitor or something stupid. Um, What did he say? You've known me a long time, Willow. Willow, when you prison look, guard, prison guard. That's what it was. Yeah, I was picturing him in overalls for some reason. <laughs> well, prison guards often wear overalls. <laughs> no, prisoners do when they're when they're uh, aiding fucking prisoners and <laughs> escaping. You've watched too much Escape from Alcatraz, right? But like, I don't think he'd be a good prison guard at all. I think that's a terrible uh, assignment for him. It's funny that both he and Buffy were recommended for law enforcement in a way. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um Willows is the weirdest. Willow. Yeah. Because it's not a listed thing. She like first of all again Speaking just Speaking of a fucking cabal. Right. Just because you know like that show we watched, the movie with the space people. Um, the movie with the space people. They Ga- had Gattaca. No, um, stormtroopers or something. Space- Starship troopers. Yes, yeah. Starship troopers. Stormtroopers. <laughs> That's a Star Wars spinoff. But I mean, remember how they had them like all their grades just posted for everybody to see? They weren't grades, but yes, their potential occupations. Yes, yeah. was that same? Yes. Okay, and then they did the same thing here, and I think that's really bullshit. Oh. Oh, you're talking about Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah, they posted their grades, yeah. yes. I think there should be some level of, like, confidentiality about some things in right. life. and Privacy. like They shouldn't just post this shit everywhere. When I was a senior in high school, and how old are we? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but 20 when I, million years ago. When I was a senior in high school, uh, they this fucking matchmaking service came in. I don't know how much money they fucking threw the school or whatever (laughs) to do this, because this is such a weird thing to do. But they came in and they said, we're going to, we'll we'll give everybody this questionnaire. They'll fill it out. We'll feed it into our little computer. Our computer will do its little magic with its matching up or whatever. And then everyone like will get an individual sheet. Here's your best matches from all the people in school. Wow, that's a weird thing to do for sure. They didn't care about gay people because they didn't ask any of that. It was just if you were a guy, you got girls. If you were a girl, you got guys. But everybody got a copy too. So like everybody, like mine was this 
girl Melanie that I that I went to school with, and we did not like each other. Uh, huh. We actually kind of disliked each other, but we were like ninety eight percent match or something. Oh, like that. weird! Yeah, it was crazy. Hmm. But that's so weird. Why would they want to get the students together? <laughs> I know it's a fucking creepy thing. That's why I was say I don't know how what they threw the. They didn't even deliver condoms with them, which I think they should have. <laughs> Just to be fair. But, right. But that was another thing that was also posted, so I, that was weird. But yeah, so Willow wasn't on the list. No. So, like, Xander looked and saw what he's going to do and Buffy's going to do, no, no Willow. And when they got to career day or whatever, she got fucking ushered into the back mm-hmm. by a couple of Secret Service-looking dudes, and they're like, oh, Bill Gates is fucking stuck at SeaTac, uh, so... He'll be here soon. I mean, it's not Bill Gates, but it, that's the implication, right. I would assume. Because I don't know if you know, but SeaTac is Seattle-Tacoma. That's the airport. So, the name of the airport there. Okay. So, the, the I don't know if, if anybody else has noticed this, like, at the end of a couple different episodes, this kid has seen Willow and been like, who is that girl? Yeah, it's the guy from fucking uh, Airborne, Seth Deferred Green. Yeah. Also, I remember... He was, he was in it. Hmm? He was in it. Oh, was he? Was he one of the kids? Oh, fuck, I was, I, I said it that way because I was hoping that you wouldn't catch the fact that it was the title. Oh, yeah, no, I get I, it. Yes, he was in it. 1990, I believe 1990, television movie It starring Tim Curry mm-hmm. based on Stephen King's, I believe it's pronounced. It. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, he was he was young Richie Tozer. Oh, okay. He was beep beep Richie. But yeah, so he is actually back there waiting for Willow. Back in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's there. Because yeah, what, what's funny is like, oh, it's so exclusive. You like she her thing was like computer programming, basically, is what mm-hmm. they thought that she should do. But apparently, this is so fucking secretive. Like, I thought they that she, they were gonna say. You should be a spy or right. something like that. But no, it was you should program fucking computers. <laughs> well, it's because she's so good because it's like the, the really top secret whatever company wants to like get their hands on her now. All we know about Seth Green is he's in a band. He's also good with computers, I guess. I guess. He must be really smart like Willow. And so now they're, they finally have met. They're the only two redheads in the entire school, too. <laughs> Is this trying to tell us? Is Joss? Does, oh, sorry. Does Joss Whedon have red hair? I don't know what he. Because I think like. he's trying to. If he has red hair, I think. Which I, I'm sure. I'm almost positive he does. Now that I think about it, I've never seen him before. But based on, based on what I, what I've just come up with, okay, he's implying that people with red hair are smarter and better than everyone else. Sure. Well, why not? They're you know genetically uh, inferior. In- no, they're in an exclusive genetic club. That's true. It's just like how uh, that dude I saw with a fucking uh, growth the size of an eggplant out of the side of his neck was better than everyone else. <laughs> right? Because that was rare. Exactly. That was a chimera or whatever. His fucking uh, unborn brother's beginning of his head. Gross. Two heads. So, <clears throat> better than one. <sighs> What is going on today? You've had too much coffee. Have I? <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Buffy, what? You haven't had enough coffee. Ah, she struck me. 
It's not Sit nice here in my underwear and you're to just scream into the microphone, Mark. <laughs> I think you owe people an apology. I think you owe my leg an apology. No, I do not. I do not apologize. This is the hill, huh? <laughs> this is the hill you decided to defend. All right. Go ahead. Buffy. What about Talking him? about Buffy. Um, is that what this show's about? Giles takes her out of school. During the day, during career like she misses her thing with the police to go and look for a key, right? Yeah, sort of. Well, no, the vampires are looking for a key, but so are they. And I don't remember how that happens, that they're looking for the same thing. So, okay. What happened is at the very beginning of the episode, we see uh, Druzy. I believe her is Drusilla? her. Is the sh- well, they call her Druzy, though. No, no, they don't. She's on the Jersey Shore, just getting a cotton candy and a, a, a taffy. I bet a, she'd a, like a, that. A nice saltwater taffy. She's all fucked up, and we don't know why. Mm-hmm. But she's, like, dying or whatever. And this dude is reading a book. It, this is the funniest thing, too. The book they stole from Giles. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he, he's dressed like a nerd. Like, he's supposed to be a nerd, but he has a vampire face on. So he's like nerd pyre. It's, it's weird, yeah. It is weird looking. You know, I thought about that when it was happening, and I was like, why is it that Spike and Drusilla both look normal so that they're still attractive, mm-hmm. but this guy looks like a vampire? He's not attacking and eating anybody. No. They only look like vampires when they're attacking or eating. Exactly. It seems unfair. Uh, yeah, it was weird. It was like he made him do that. Yeah. Read that with your vampire <laughs> face on. But it's really just context, so we don't think that they have some human, like, being held hostage to decipher. Exactly, because when his head was down, I thought that. When his mm-hmm. head was down and he was talking, I was like, would they fucking kidnap some professor or whatever? And then he raised his head, and I was like, oh, no, he's a vampire. But he might have been a professor before they turned him into a vampire. Who knows? Well, maybe they did. Maybe they turned him into a vampire specifically for this purpose. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's trying to read this, and he's like, ah, oh, it looks like Latin or whatever, and he's like, this is what it says, and Spike's like, boat, canoe, shoe, or whatever, <laughs> that's just like random nouns. Right. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to guess that's not it. So they're trying to figure out the way to cure Drusy. Whatever's wrong. Please don't. Please. It's going to drive me insane. Drusilla. Thank you. Can I call Cordelia Cordy? No. These are beautiful names. Don't fuck with them. All right, but we can call Buff, Buffy the Buff. We can call, I almost called her Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> as a full name. We can call Buffy Buff, though. Sure. I'm okay with Buff. It's weird. It's not a beautiful name. So. Buffy isn't a beautiful name. You're right. But anyway, so Drusilla, they're trying to, to cure her whatever's wrong with her. And that's what they're looking for. Apparently, if you say these words, she's cured. It's magic. I don't know. Uh, but they can't figure it out. And I guess there's a key. They figure out where the key is. Which is, of course, in the graveyard where everything always is. I don't remember how they figured it out. But somehow they did figure it out. That there was a key to... Oh, Drusilla's like reading fucking tarot, tarot cards. cards. Yeah. And she's like, he won't be able to figure it out. Not without the key. And and she flipped because she's flipping over her card. And, and Spike's like, oh, fucking of course. And it just so happens that this dude that was famous for writing uh, these Slayer books or whatever, it's the books that Giles has, Mm -hmm. traveled all over the world. Dude was from England, right? 
And then when he died, he was like, hey, bury me in Sunnydale in that one right, fucking right. Uh, graveyard that everyone goes to for some reason. <laughs> so they did. He has a giant mausoleum there. And Spike has a couple vamps go in there and break into it and get this key, which looks kind of like a cross. Mm-hmm. Like a gold cross. It's like an Indiana Jones relic. Right. And so they're breaking in there and Buffy comes there. She doesn't know what they're looking for, but she's just patrolling because it's the fucking graveyard. And she kills one of them, and the other one takes off. And she tells that to Giles. And Giles is like, what were they breaking into? And he looks uh, and everything. He's like, oh, no, that's the mausoleum of whatever his name is. You know, the book I stole, he wrote it and, and all this shit. And so they're like, we'll have to see what he's going to, what they were trying to steal. And he read about the key, the mm-hmm. supposed key, and he destroyed all of them except the one that they they buried with him. No, see, no reason why. See, that's why I don't remember that because it all sounds like the not exciting part of the episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm so but, glad you remember boring things. But it was, <laughs> but it was weird because they he, they said he destroyed all of these things except for the one that they buried him with. It was almost like this dude wanted his grave to be robbed. Right? That's weird. So that's how they knew know that they were going after this thing. Okay. But didn't it strike you as just odd and unfair that Buffy misses career day to do her Slayer shit? Well, once again, most of the drama in this episode is all about how Buffy isn't a normal teenager and can't do normal teenager things. Well, yeah, because she tries to do a normal teenager thing. Because at one point, her mom's out of town, which this seems like a big setup to, like, hey, I'm going to fuck Angel. Yeah. Because she... They want to, they want to do that. Yeah. Because she tells him that mom's out of town and all that. And he's in her room again, because he's always in her room. And <laughs> he sees a picture of her ice skating. And he's like, oh, is this something you still like to do? I know about an ice skating rink just outside of town that's closed on this one day and we can go. Mm-hmm. Like, what? That's so weird and random. Just ice skating with a vampire. Yeah. Not exactly what I would... like. When I think of a vampire, I don't think of the movie The Cutting Edge. Right? And, well, I want to know, too, like, why do they need to go when it's uh, when it's closed down to the public? He walks around at night and with people all the time. Yeah. He could take her on a normal day. He could. But he wants but that privacy. Be Maybe romantic. he wants to fuck her on the ice. I don't know. That wouldn't be romantic, <laughs> and it wouldn't also allow a vampire to attack them with without us questioning why right. people aren't freaking out. Because that happens. <laughs> they can't get their... That happened. ...whole skating date thing. Like, they skate a little bit, and then she gets attacked. By a vampire. Literally a vampire. Mm-hmm. Because... Spike wants Buffy out of the way. He doesn't necessarily want to kill her, although at least this is this is my impression. He wants to be able to use this key to perform whatever ritual they need so that Drusilla is nursed back to health as a full vampire or whatever. I don't know if someone per- performed an exorcism on her. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with her demon, but it needs refreshing. <laughs> uh, and the I could be wrong. But the implication that I got was he was like, we're going to hire these fucking bounty hunters. And if they kill her, great. And if they don't kill her, they'll keep her busy while I do this. I don't care as long as she's not fucking with me 
while we do this because I want to get this done. That's the impression that I got. Okay. Um. So yeah, they hire this League of Assassins, secret League of Assassins, and uh, apparently they all work. There's a bunch of them, and they all work alone. They don't know about each other. They just know that they're there to kill somebody, and whoever gets to her first, whatever. I guess they they win a prize. It's weird. Um. And according to Giles, he's like, you should just fucking leave. Yeah. You should go to England or something like that. Just, like, hide out. Because there's three of them that we that were introduced to in this episode. One vampire guy, one who's a chick on a plane, and then one who is a man made of maggots or something like that. One who's a chick what? On a plane. She comes in in the cargo hold of a plane. Mm-hmm. And then one is a guy that's uh, going around selling fucking cosmetics or whatever for giving out free samples, but he's really a maggot man that yeah, it's that, gross. That kills people, I guess, by eating them with maggots. I don't know. Well, we'll find out next episode because we just kind of leave off on getting introduced to him. Right. But so those are the three we're introduced to. But even if those three fail and they're, and they're all killed, apparently they just keep coming. They'll just send more. Yep. This league has a as a it's a cat trying to get in here desperately. <laughs> Apparently, this league just has an unlimited amount of resources and people, and will just continue to throw resources at the problem until it's solved. And Buffy being the problem, right? So that's uh, the setup. They kill the vampire mm-hmm. on, on on ice. But I want to say they put him on ice. This is odd to me. He's there to kill her. He's a vampire. He's choking her out. Yeah. What the hell, man? You have teeth. Like, kill her like a vampire. It's like swingers. You don't know how to kill the bunny with all these, with these claws and these fangs. You don't know how to kill the bunny. <laughs> yeah. So, they, they dispatch him very easily. Mm-hmm. Cordelia and Xandar go to Buffy's house to try to find her. Because she's missing. Uh, yeah, everybody's worried about Buffy. And the fucking maggot man walks in. And we don't know what happens. Yeah, that's how it left off. Well, that's how that storyline left off. Fucking Buffy was hiding at Angel's house. Mm-hmm. At Angel's place. Angle was went to like a bar. Yeah, he's like trying to get information from this bartender. Yeah, he's like, hey, you've seen Men in Black where fucking Tony Shalhoub from <laughs> Wings is a alien that knows things? Well, that's your role, but with vampires. Right. And he's like, I don't bother them. They don't bother me. <laughs> I can't tell. You know it's Spike. And then he's like, yeah, they, they sent the fucking assassins after him. And then the chick attacks him and throws him into a cage. For for some reason, every fucking building in this town is a cage in it. But well, it's the Hellmouth. They're prepared. In the basement of this bar, there's just a cage. And she closes it, locks it with a padlock. Uh, didn't those fucking, didn't like Spike and his crew break out of a bunker? Uh-huh. Like an underground bunker two episodes ago or yeah. something like that? But a- Angel can't handle a padlock. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, weaknesses of vampires, uh, always uh, garlic, crosses, and master lock. 
Maybe it's a special, like, magical lock. Sure. But know. anyway, the sun's coming up, and there's windows, and he can't get out. Yeah. So he could die. And then the chick comes to... Who who came out of the cargo plane area. Yeah, yeah. They did this. I knew it was going to be a girl, because they did this big reveal where, like, this guy comes in, and he's like, guy just doing his job, by the way, uh, on the mm. fucking tarmac. He's like, oh, is somebody in there? Oh, you can't be in there. It's unsafe. What's going on? He walks in there, and you just hear... You don't see anybody, but you just hear the... Like the kicks and everything. He's getting yeah. his ass kicked. And I was like, oh, they're not showing it because it's a girl. And it's going to be like, oh, my God, a girl kicks ass on this <laughs> show where a fucking girl kicks everyone's ass. Right, right. What a surprise. But, yeah, she comes out of the cargo hold. So she gets in there and she's fighting with Buffy and everything. And they're ah, ah. she's like, who are you? And this girl says. I'm the Slayer. Right. And then it goes, oh, to be fucking continued, everybody. So, We're yeah. out, everyone. <laughs> Two slayers. So, like, what the hell? And, like, we assume she's an assassin, but I don't think she is an assassin, then, if she says she's the slayer. I guess not. I, I don't know. We're led to believe, it's even said in this episode, that like the Highlander, there can only be one. Mm-hmm. And yet, there are two. Yeah. She's South American with flair. <laughs> Vampire slayer. By the way, if she, she looks like she's from South America. Mm-hmm. Somewhere Brazil or something like that. Colombia. Sure. If that's the case, why didn't she stop that fucking mummy girl? <laughs> right? If South America's got their own slayer, come on. I wonder what brought her. Is it like, do, does she, is, she, is it the Hellmouth? Like, what, why is she there? I don't know. I know nothing. Right. I have questions. Well, that's why there's going to be a What's My Line part two. It's so weird because it's not the finale of the season. No. But there's just a random two-part episode. I think, though, it's probably going to be like the mid-season finale because they're probably going to go on break for the holidays and stuff. Maybe. Joss Whedon has seen uh, Star Trek The Next Generation too many times. Why why do you say that? They did that. Like, they would do... Always, for the season finale, there'd be a two-part episode, but a lot of times, one or two episodes... In the middle of the season, they do a two-part episode. Mm. I don't mind it. We find out the fucking Vulcans and Romulans are actually related species that broke off and went separate ways. The the anticipation is nice. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing only underwear. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But yeah, that was the episode, What's My Line, part one. So hang in there for part two. Yeah, and Dorothy Kilgallen. Who? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just call me a grandpa and then tell people what okay, they need grandpa. to hear. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Uh-huh. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.